Hi there, it's time for Coffee Talk. Today I'm gonna have Tracy Flanagan, who is a mortgage broker at Green State Credit Union. So I'm just waiting for her to join me today. So hopefully you can all hear me. I don't have my ear pods on. So hello there, thank you for joining me. I'm just waiting for Tracy to join. I've had some technical difficulties today. Uh, the uh, power got shut off. They're doing some work outside. So it's been a little crazy day, but thank you so much for joining me. Oh, and there's Tracy. Let's see if I could uh, add her and have her join in. Let's see. View request. My, my internet too there. today, though. How are you? So, <laughs> uh, oh, so we're gonna exactly. have some fun. You gotta improvise, I guess, right? We sure do. I'm very so, well. So how, oh, how are, are you? you? Good. Good. Thank you. You're all I tried. Off. You look beautiful. Thank you. As as you, Stacy. Awesome. Thank you so much. So, so let's talk briefly about the, um, the markets. What is going on with rates today? So, you know, it depends on where you land with your buying. Um, uh, rates get, started getting tracked in 1971, and here it is, 2023. Mm -hmm. And the average interest rate from 1971 to 2023 is a little under 8%. And we're kind of at, I locked okay. somebody a few days ago at 5.625, but I would say like 6%. Um, low fives, excuse me, high fives or low sixes. So I don't think that that's too bad. I think it's very palatable. I see a lot more activity with buyers. Um, you know, at one point we were, we were, uh, you know, inching up in the sevens and that, that seemed to be incredibly painful. Um, but I think like the high fives, low sixes, it's, it, that's not a bad rate to be at. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So, so Tracy, you are licensed in all 50 states. So I am connected to a lot of realtors. So um, Tracy Flanagan with Green State Credit Union, um, licensed in all 50 states. So where are, do you see people applying for mortgages more? Is there a specific part of the country, a specific state that you are writing more loans? Um, where do you see more activity right now? You know what? I, I see it. I see it in lots of areas. I mean, I really see a lot of activity. I think I did like three, pro, three, excuse me, six prequels uh, in the last few days. I mean, it's just, and um, most of them were in Chicago. Um, so, okay. And I'm okay. still seeing, as I'm sure you can say, like there's definitely uh, multiple offers still. Um, you know, you still have to be a very visual uh, buyer. Uh, it's it's definitely, it's better than what it was right. when that was so frenzied, right? The sellers and they were getting, you know, these crazy offers and stuff. I, that's calmed down, but it's still, it's still definitely a little skewed to the sellers. But, 
but more balanced, if that makes sense. Right, right. And um, and is there a, a certain type of program that, or a certain type of, you know, there's all these different programs that people are hearing about that I get asked about. You know, first-time homebuyer programs, FHA, conventional, jumbo. What, can you like briefly talk about the different types of programs or are there specific programs in different parts of the country that are really, you know, I know like Massachusetts at one point had like these huge grants for mm -hmm. first time home buyers. Is there anything specific for a first time home buyer in Illinois that you are seeing a lot of people taken advantage of? Yeah. So for Chicago, it is, uh, you know, it's the IDA program, which is a, uh, it's a bond program. And um, it allows you to receive $7,500 toward, you know, your down payment, your closing costs, your prepaids. Um, it's nice. The negative is that program tends to be a little higher in interest rate. So there are times that we can kind of forego that program and kind of either get a seller credit or maybe implement a seller or excuse me a lender credit and and you can kind of achieve the same thing that is uh the ida program has um income limitations depending on you know the county and um it's also capped uh, a really big one is it's it's capped its debt ratio is a very firm 45 percent back end ratio so what that means is your total Total housing payment, so your principal interest, taxes, insurance, mortgage insurance, and association dues, if applicable, plus every other debt. So your car payment, your student loans, your credit cards, uh, anything else that's on your credit report. And so oftentimes that kind of pushes you over the 45%. So we just make allowances elsewhere. Like, I, again, we try to get a seller credit, or maybe I can implement a lender credit for half the, you know, usually IDA rates tend to be a little higher um, and we can kind of manage that maybe get you a regular conventional rate bump it up a little bit um, to get you some sort of credit if you need it um, you can also do uh, gifts from family members that's nice you can borrow against your 401k if you'd like and that doesn't hit your debt ratio as long as it's less than half of your balance so for example if you have a hundred thousand as long as you don't borrow more than fifty thousand uh, we're not required to hit that for your monthly debt, which is really nice. Um, okay, can we talk a little bit more about the debt-to-income ratio? Because I think a lot of sure. people don't always understand that. So can you just, can we break that down just a little bit more? Um, because I know when I try to explain that to a buyer, I sure. get confused sometimes. Yeah. So... so so, all right, mm -hmm. so when we take the total payment, you're talking about the the mortgage payment, which includes a lot of times the taxes, the mortgage insurance, which is if they're putting down less than right. 20%. Correct. Most, Correct. Most first-time homebuyers okay. don't have 20% to put down, and that's, that's the value of mortgage insurance is that that allows you to um, – to get something with less than 20%. And mortgage insurance protects actually the lender. So a buyer puts down 5%. Um, they have to have mortgage insurance and they're essentially paying um, in the event uh, 
to make sure that they don't default. If that loan goes into default, the mortgage insurance company will then pay the lender out. Um, so it's like insurance for the lender. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I just, and then, and then if you can also explain, so once a buyer has 20% worth of equity in their home, after a certain amount of time, that mortgage insurance can be dropped off. Yes. Correct? So basically, 80% or lower, you don't need mortgage insurance. Now, if you have mortgage insurance on, say, you put 5% down, and the um, when the loan to value actually gets to 78% is when it's going to automatically fall off. Prior to regulation, you you would pay mortgage insurance forever. You didn't know to like be vigil about your mortgage insurance and it didn't automatically get removed. But you can, you can ask your lender at 80%, hey, I'd like you to remove this mortgage insurance. It will automatically be removed at 78%. So for example, um, if you have a home and you, you, you get it at a great price or the value goes up and you've made 12 months of consecutive mortgage insurance payments and you feel like maybe you're at 80 percent you can also call your lender and say hey i would like to have my mortgage insurance removed um, and they will do uh and it's called an avm an automated valuation model or they'll send an appraiser out right. um or even a realtor inspection they'll do like a realtor uh value too and if that comes in satisfactory then you can remove your mortgage insurance so it's it's a nice way to um get into a home with less than 20 percent down and you don't necessarily have to wait to to the amortization part of 20 percent you could there's other ways to do it maybe you're doing improvements to your home Okay, so so it helps for us as realtors to do those yearly like market updates to our clients to help them sh show how much Absolutely. equity they have Absolutely. in their property. It's great to be vigil, and then like my clients will call me, or sometimes I'll put them in my Outlook. Um, I did a, a loan for my contractor and his wife, and I. They got a great deal if they were like, like they got a great deal. And I said, hey, guys, go ask your lender and I helped them out. So they were able to get their mortgage insurance removed sooner. So that's something I can help with. And you don't have to refinance. So the value of that, if, if rates are lower than your rate, you might want to refinance to take advantage of the better rate. But if you have a better rate than the current market value, you want to preserve that rate. And you can do that removing your mortgage insurance without touching your rate, which is what you want. Right. No, absolutely. I totally agree with that. Awesome. Thank you so much. And then um, mm -hmm. just one other thing about the DTI, so the debt-to-income ratio. I know that there was a lot of talk about, like, school debt, you know, college loans and all of that. We haven't heard anything about, like, the loan forgiveness. So how much, you know, a lot of, a lot of, uh, people nowadays have so much college debt. How is that impacting them when it comes to buying a house? I mean, that's a great question, and that's a really tough one because what we're seeing, right, is people are, like, they're in these forbearances right now because the government is saying, hey, we're going to forgive an X amount, right? Um, so people are keeping their loans in forbearance. Um, 
Now, it used to be that your loans were in forbearance, but the interest was still accruing, but I don't know if that's the case right now, given the current climate of like the forgiveness program. But um, I had, I just had somebody apply, they had 56 creditors, and most of those were student loans, like they were separated out. And there, if, so there's a few things you can do. You can go to, even though your loans don't require a monthly payment, you can do like it's an income simulator, like, hey, I have, uh, this is what I'm going to make. What will my payment be? And a lender can actually use that. So say you have $150,000 in student loans um, and your payment's maybe only going to be $200. You would want to give that to me so that I could apply that $200 payment. Otherwise, there's two calculations that we use. So Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are the secondary, uh, that's the secondary market. Fannie Mae, if there's a zero balance, they will require 1% of the loan amount for the payment. So if, you're, if your balance is $100,000, they are going to say that you owe $1,000 a month. Now, Freddie Mac is more livable. They do wow. half a percent, so that would only be 500 But both of those amounts are typically higher than what you could get if you went on, like, the um, simulator. And actually, if anybody wants to reach out to me, I can point you in the direction of where you can get that simulator because I was just doing some research for this client because their loans were in, in excess, and I kid you not, of, like, 400000 So it's pretty interesting. Wow. I, that is a lot. Yes, it's a lot. That is a lot. I know. Holy, <laughs> holy moly. Wow. Well, that, that is some great information for a lot mm -hmm. of first-time homebuyers and, you know, people getting ready to graduate as they are starting right. to plan I, for home buying. Wow. Uh, it's I a lot, yeah. I have no idea. Um, and the other hard part, which I, I kind of don't understand this, is, like, they make you, like – for my student loans, I mean, I don't want to give away my age, but like my parents didn't have to co-sign. Now every, all the parents have to co-sign, but I kind of don't understand that because you can't, you have to pay in your student loans. You can't put them in a bankruptcy ever. So why do they like kind of saddle the parents? It doesn't make a lot of sense, but the parents, they have to, like if this is your child's loan, I still have to hit you for that debt. Unless your children are paying, they've made 12 consecutive payments on their own from their own bank account, then we can waive that uh, payment. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. Wow. That, that I, is crazy. Wow. Wow. Well, thank you. I, we could talk about this forever, and I don't want to keep, I don't want to keep you forever. Sure. I do want to ask you, though, you you rescue dogs and you have foster dogs. I want to ask you about that because I think that is amazing because you don't always have the easiest dogs and you give them so much love and support. So I want to talk to you about Oh, you're so sweet. Your I could talk forever on this subject, but yes. I do. I like to rescue dogs. Um, I, there's so many people out there. My aunt, Aunt Cheryl in Georgia, she has a, re a like a horse rescue, and I, my love of like rescuing really comes from her. And um, she, she she has like llamas. I mean, she's nuts, and chickens, and she has turkeys. It's hilarious. So dogs are in her wheelhouse, but they're oh one of many animals. Yeah, it's great. 
So tell me about, tell me, so how many of you guys do you currently two, have? Right and the now? most I've ever had is three. So was, what happens is you, you foster, so I'll foster a dog, and so you take a dog in, and then you just are like, I'm, I'm in love, I'm going to keep this dog. So um, that's what happens. That's, what, that's how I have three. So, I mean, I only have two now, one passed away, but uh, I just keep these foster fails. So. And tell me, and the, but the one of the dogs that you have has all kinds of medical yeah, issues, yeah. right? And you're like, <laughs> oh, and so you, like, I can't even imagine. I mean, my Wrigley, she has like yeah. nine lives. Oh, really? I'm so convinced. it's a dog with nine lives, like a cat? <laughs> yes. She, she, like, she's eating grapes. Oh, and she hasn't had any problems. She's gotten attacked by a dog, hasn't had, like, needed two oh, wow. surgeries, okay. hasn't, like, she's fine. Um, you know, she's has more allergies mm -hmm. and more issues, and, like, it doesn't matter. Like, she's oh, awesome. 15, yeah, and she's going to live. That's a great forever. age. How long have you had her? Right? I've had her Whoa. since she was eight So you've months. had her 15 years. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So t tell me about your dogs mm -hmm. right now. You have two of them. You drive across country how many times? I like do. I do. I take them w whenever I can. I would never, like, put them in a plane because they have to fly, like, cargo. And I have Sharpays that are, like, wrinkly, and they have a lot of – they just always have a ton of issues. They're the ones I have, which is fine. Um, but one has, like an, – and uh, Marley, he's this – He's such a monster, but he's, they think he's like 15, um, but he has a torn ACL and a partial ACL tear. So I took him like, it was two to three times a week for like six weeks and he had physical therapy. He had acupuncture. He did like water treatment and laser. It's yeah, it's crazy. You gotta, but he's like, he wants to go on walks and things like that. So he's, he's, it definitely worked. It was, well, it's, it's Homer, it's out in Orland Park. It's um, Homer Glenn. It's a veterinarian, but they, they're amazing. And they just did such a great job. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh my, that's awesome. That's so awesome. Oh my gosh. And they do okay uh, in the car. Well, yeah. Marley is, um, he's a barfer. So like he's, he, it's just, I, I watch out of my rear view mirror and I look and he just, sometimes he projectile and he throws up. So I had to pull over one time and I go to the, like the gas station and I'm getting like paper towels and he jumps in the front and he just starts like barfing in the front. And I'm like, oh, dog. And it was like 50 miles into an 800 mile ride. And I'm like, I can't deal with this. So I, you know what I do is I make him in intermittent fast. Like I give him like the day before I'm really, I don't really feed him. And then I only feed him like once a, once a day and it's like three days, but he, he's better now, but he, yeah, he throws up. I'm the one doing all the work. I don't know why they're oh upset. God. So yeah. Right. No kidding. Kidding. Oh my god, Thanks. that yeah. is awesome! Yeah, he's. I love. I love rescuing animals. I, I think that. they're so great. They have so much gratitude. I mean, I just love animals, period. But I think like rescue dogs, I just feel like they kind of know that they're given this, and they're just they're so loving. They're just amazing. I mean, a lot of my family members rescue right. dogs and animals because they all have big hearts. So, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah.
I love that. Thank you. I take I my dog that. to my dad yeah. was in a nursing home and I would take my dog and all of the residents just loved her because she, she's just a gentle soul but like animals are so good for people they really they they say like that people are willing to show love to an animal almost before a person like you're kind of especially men maybe they're older and they're stoic but they'll they'll show love to an animal so it's very very sweet oh yeah Oh, yeah. I mean, Wrigley did so See? great with my dad. Like, she would go and lay with him when he was sick. And, like, my dad right? was so much yeah. happier. He probably adored her and really appreciated yeah. it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Oh, yeah. 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 When when he was in a nursing home, like, for rehab and stuff, we tried taking her. And uh -huh. she, she couldn't uh -huh. handle being there. She was too anxious, but when he, she when we would bring her to visit him, she would. Oh, just very cool! Yeah, him. it's like they know they're gentle. Yeah, you know I love animals. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, Tracy, this was so great. I think that um, you shared some really great information. I could probably have gotten. Like I could have talked to you and asked you a million more questions because I think the mortgage process is so, um, it's so complicated, especially when people, um, like yeah. they're first starting out. And I think that if people just go online and apply and don't right. actually talk to someone when I, when they come to me, I, um, they really don't know, or they think they're approved for something just because they put numbers on a, you know, in the computer mm -hmm. and something gets spit out to them, but they're real, they right. really don't understand the whole DTI or they don't think right. about the HOA fee mm -hmm. or they don't think about the taxes, which totally mm -hmm. changes the formula. And so I think that it's really important to speak to someone one last sure. question I want to ask you, you know, like there's sometimes there's, um, I don't want to say, you know, there's the, you work for a credit mm -hmm. union, which is obviously different than a bank. And it's also different than like a mortgage, um, right. a, a mortgage broker. So what's the difference between you and a mortgage broker? Um, so that's a great question. I just, uh, we just got acquired, so I, I'm with Green State Mortgage, which is a, a, a subsidiary of Green State Credit Union. And the value of that is we are a not-for-profit. So we don't pay federal and state taxes, so our rates are, they're just better. Um, and so that's been really amazing. So uh, usually when I'm up competitively, I have an amazing rate. You know, we also do other stuff, like we can do bridge loans, which uh, a lot of the lenders don't do anymore, so I have that capacity. Um, we also have great, like if you, I can do like a, a, an income analysis. I also have an accounting background. I graduated from DePaul, and my uh, major was account, accountancy. So I can, with uh, self-employed tax, I'm great at them. Um, I can kind of extract income where others maybe don't know. So that's that's been that's very beneficial for me. Um, but the credit union itself, it's just really good rates. I have equity lines up to 90% of the value of your home. Um, I have a special program that that we do where um, 
I can break a first mortgage up and a second mortgage and I can get the payment lower um, by doing that versus like maybe just one loan and having mortgage insurance. You know, mortgage insurance is good, but there's some factors like it's, it's risk-based risk pricing. So if your credit score is a little lower, you know, your mortgage insurance is going to go up. Um, so, you know, that's also the value of like FHA. They're more forgiving with a little lower credit score. Um, VA's amazing program, VA. It's no money down. That's a great program. Those rates tend to be really low. Uh, a lot of veterans don't know right. either. Like I'll, I'll ask and they don't tell me that they're a veteran and they don't realize that they have these amazing benefits. So, Got it. Got it. So there's definitely a lot of perks to talking to you um, and comparing. Yeah, it's, the it's difference. yeah. There's so many options out there, and also lending is very malleable. Guidelines change a lot. So when people are like, "Oh, you know, I didn't have to do this," you know, five years ago, it you may not have had to, but you do now, and so that's it. It's, it right. changes a lot. It's very liquid. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is great information to know, and I really do appreciate it. I kept you longer than I thought I would. But as I said, we could talk about <laughs> Thank this. Thank you, Stacey. Hours. No, it's great. And I've worked with you on deals and people love you. You're so easy to work with and you're you're okay. very knowledgeable. Uh and you work work extremely hard for your clients. So Thank you. As do you. I know that yep. you and I have uh <laughs> we we don't always have the easiest ones that's, that we that's work okay. with, yeah. right? Sometimes. But we, we, you definitely do work hard to make sure that people get approved, and you try your, you try to make sure that yeah. anyone. Can and buy you know what? Even if you can't buy right now, I can try to help you. You know, we have our one client that he's he'll buy he'll buy within the year. He just has to wait a few months, uh, fix up a few things, and he's yep. golden. So, right. Well, just the fact that you're, you also work with people on repairing cre yeah. credit, which is also great. So you, you do offer a lot of different, um, different things to help people be able to I afford try, to buy a house. For sure. I think I work hard. Thank you. You absolutely do. So thank you so much, Tracy. I will, um, make sure that people have your contact information if they are looking to buy or need any um, assistance in refinancing uh, bridge bridge loans i know that that's something that people um are yeah. sometimes looking for especially if they're buying for and sure. selling at the same time especially if there is more Absolutely. multiple offers yeah that's a great a great thing to have um so well, have a great day, and I will Thanks, talk to you soon. And everyone, thank you thank so much for thank joining you so us much. today. Have a great day. Stay safe. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.